welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And I apologize if I sound a little weird. Weird. I'm uh, a little under the weather today. Crazy weekend. Yeah, we've been so busy. Well, that's the thing. It's like we do a lot of stuff on the weekend and then you get like drained and you don't really have a time to recover because you got to go back to work. Right. So, you know, that's life. But... But we did the fun thing over the weekend. We did plenty of fun things. Yeah. We went to a pinball convention. Uh-huh. Which I was skeptical at first. Was kind of hoping for it to be like more of just like video games overall. And you were also hoping for more like vendors. Yeah. Because, you know, I like I like going shopping and just yeah. looking at shit. I was hoping for that. But unfortunately, it wasn't like that. It was pretty much just pinball. Yeah. There and, was definitely some other games, but it was oh yeah, that's 85% true. pinball. Yeah, which, you know... Which I like. I love pinball. Yeah, I, I love pinball too, you know? But like, a ton of fucking pinball machines. Like, even pinball machines from, like, the 60s and 70s. They, well, how... how are, maybe, some like, of those were fucking old. I can say, some of those... I don't know like when 70s? the first pinball machine came out. You know what? I don't know. All I know is there was a movie called Pinball Wizard. Right, but I'm feeling like these are like pinball machines. Like there's a few of them that we were playing that I feel like predated like the like fifth like the fifties. Yeah, there were a couple of real old ones. Like I feel like this is something you would see like on like a riverboat. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's kind of funny to watch like the difference, like to see the evolution of the pinball machine. I don't know. It was it was hard to kind of place the date on them because like the motif felt very much like the. 40s or something yeah i feel like but i don't, I don't think there fe- were any of that old so okay let's see it looks like the uh, the concept of the pinball machine has been along oh, around for a long time mm-hmm. including like the late 1700s oh okay but maybe there were some 18 19th century pinball machines no there. it wasn't really until 1931 that you got like a pinball machine pinball machine okay and then not mm. really even then until like so yeah the the flipper was introduced in 1947 okay so yeah i i felt like some of the ones i was playing were definitely 60s uh into 70s yeah well definitely some 70s ones definitely and, and and you know like i said it's cool to see like the evolution of the pinball machine because like they would literally be right next to like a guardians of the galaxy one yeah, yeah so here's one from like 1975 sitting right next to like a guardians of the galaxy one that has like you know, I was playing one called Monster Monster Mash, I think. Mm. Um, that basically had like you know, it was a modern one and it had Frankenstein and, and Dracula and if you like got the ball over here then like, you know, all these other things would happen. Like Dracula would come out of his coffin and you had to hit him and or Frankenstein would be alive and or the mummy would pop out. But like that shit didn't happen in the older ones, but they were still cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like. There's a lot of fun ones there. Just a lot of, yeah. just a lot of stuff that like kind of takes me back to like you know, the '80s. Yeah, you know, going into like a like the shitty mall, like a pizza parlor, or a pizza shit. parlor. There's remember... like the one pinball machine in the corner. Well, there was. I remember. I remember that the Pizza Hut we went to had a yeah would have video mm-hmm. games yes and maybe a pinball machine but I know there usually was usually one of those like tabletop Space Invaders thing yeah like I know Pac-Man. there was definitely like uh, I think ours had Pac Man yeah and there was also uh, like there was this bowling alley my parents used to go to Sunset Lanes mm-hmm. in West Seneca and uh, we would they would have like you know 
pinball and, you know, a Rostan machine, which I quite enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But there was also like a, I don't even remember what it was called, but I'll never forget because it was just, it was a thing that I remember from the 80s. Mm-hmm. I remember going into like a throughway mall, which is in, uh, you know, Chittawaga, Buffalo. Used to be like an arcade there. And I was too young to go into the arcade, at least, you know, like, there's no way my parents are like, hey, Sean, you want to go into this arcade? You know, mm-hmm. it's dimly lit. There's sure. a bunch of teenagers in here. Right. So, uh, no, but we, but I remember just seeing like, you know, it was the, it was the you know, mid '80s, so you had like kids, teenagers, you know, dressed up in like those half shirts. Oh yeah. But that you know, and like a band, so like they had like I remember some kid had like a rat shirt, and it was like you know, middle of winter. Sure. So it was like you know, it was one was, of those, as was the style at the time. As was the style at the time, my parents would always my parents my parents like they I always feel like they kind of were much older, even though they grew up in like the seventies. So they see like these people and they're like, man, that, that's, oh, that's crazy. You're where you must be cold. Why why are they doing this? Well, I don't understand these kids, you know. And I was like, that looks awesome in there. But no, I I, I was too young to enjoy that. Yeah. But I remember that distinctly, and I've definitely imagined a lot of grimy pinball machines being in there. I know. So I yeah, but, pinball machine. But they also had some arcade games, and yes, well, they also had the uh, the pinball like. Not really museum, but kind of like a little thing where it showed you how pinballs worked. Yeah, I really liked that. And that was like this little room where it was just like, you know, hey, if you click this, this is how the bumper works. This is how the this works. That was actually really cool. Yeah. And then they also had like these other little wooden, very simple games. I mean, Uh like simple as in like, they were just sort of like stripped down to their base parts. Yeah. Yeah, So like one of them was like a, a baseball game. And it was like you had to get the switch, like the light. You had to hit the light in the right place to like see how many runs. And then like a little baseball guy would flip up and you would go around. Or like, you know, you could play the horse game where like kind of like, uh, did you ever play that game where you f- would uh, squirt oh, yeah. water and your horse would run? Mm-hmm. It was like that, but it was like with lights. Yeah, like a white light switches and you, yeah. if you press the light switch at the right when your light thing was lit up, you would you win. be able to get your horse further yeah and that was kind of cool to see but really the best thing that happened for me well real quick also just want to point out they had a pinball haunted house oh that's right i forgot about that yeah that was kind of neat but yeah go ahead i'm sorry the uh, console room. my personal favorite thing literally made my whole fucking month <laughs> yeah was the console room and it was just gaming consoles so it's like here's your fucking nintendo here's your super nintendo here's, <laughs> here's your fucking nintendo. here's your fucking nintendo hey here's your here's son of a bitch and sega stupid playstation and your sega right like so i'm like yeah whatever i didn't care when we first went in there because i'm just like yeah yeah, yeah whatever so i'm just in there because sean's playing and i happened to sit down they had some old computers, like, you know, old, old, old computers, like, that you would used to use in school when you and I were kids. Commodores, Tandys. Yeah, as we are the olds. Apple II. Yeah, I think some of these were fucking older than that. And so, like, I, we, I sit down at this one computer that nobody was at, and it's next to Sean, and I'm just, like, sitting there, and I look at it. I actually, like, look at the screen. And I see little blue with little green pixels. And it fucking dawns on me that this is Lemmings. And it's the Lemmings computer game that I used to have when I was a kid. Because I used to have that that exact game. Yeah. For our computer. Our shit-ass computer that you had to use, like, seed, like, DOS system mm-hmm. to, like, navigate. I had that fucking computer. 
and I had that game, and I was so happy. So I played Lemmings for about an hour. Yeah, no, and, it was totally it was worth the it, exact though. same one. It was still worked, and it was the exact same one too. It was like I, I remembered some of the levels. I was like, oh, I remember how to get past this one. Uh, and then I was like, like at the very end when you pass it, it's like the code for the next level is blah blah blah. And I just brought up this memory that my sister and I had this notebook where we had just pages of these stupid fucking codes in it. Because anytime she and I would play, we would just like scribble it down so we could like get to the next level. Yeah. No, no, that's that's how you do that. Yeah, and I'm not familiar. See, the thing is, I never had a computer mm-hmm. growing up like as long as long, young as when you did. Like mm-hmm. we didn't. I didn't have a computer until I was like, shit, fucking seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I forget. I know I was definitely, definitely twelve. Well, your dad was an engineer, so yeah. you know, kind of, kind of was kind of a thing. But yeah, I was familiar. I was writing a a novel using very old word processing software which yeah. was basically your little green cursor on your black background and i would write this novel and i was God, i was like 11 i was writing about a, about a cat yeah but my cat uh and i had a good like 13 chapters and then my dad wiped the computer and didn't realize it was on there i'll never forgive him i could have <laughs> been a wonderkind Wonderkind Jen Stansfield. Young author, but nope, there goes my cat book. Oh man, you could have been on like some show with Oprah or something. Right? Be like writing my story about my cat on my (laughs) stupid DOS operating system computer. (laughs) But we uh, went to our buddy John's house and we watched uh, the All In pay per view. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, Double or Nothing, AEW, Double or Nothing. Watch that, you know, spend some time. And I got to say, uh, AEW, getting the show done, getting in and out, leaving an impression. Yeah. Not like WWE having was well, not 17 hours of wrestling. Yeah, it was not 17 hours of wrestling. You know, we had a good, we were there for a good amount of time as as you would, you know, for a pre-show. And... Yeah, but that was like a normal amount of time. Yeah, say good amount of time, you know. Like, you know, we went over to the same guy's house on uh, WrestleMania and I felt so guilty. Yeah. Because, I mean, literally, we were there for almost 12 hours. Yeah, it's a long show. And I was like, Jesus, I'm glad I brought food because I, like, I would have felt bad if they had to, like, provide all the food and water for the entire fucking time we were there. It would have been enough. Right? (laughs) Just because, holy shit, it's like we moved in. Yeah, it's um, it's the, but the AEW. I was like, I'm overstating my welcome. I'm being a bad guest, but it was just bad wrestling. <laughs> no, it was just, it was just bad wrestling. <laughs> Blame Vince McMahon. Yeah, it's all Vince's fault. But yeah, AEW was fun. I actually had a really good time. I am. I was hoping for an appearance by Joey Ryan because he showed up at the last. Per- he was supposed. Yeah, he was supposed to make some announcement because I saw some blurb about him not going to aw like he turned down a contract well uh, yeah because they can't put him on tv they can i mean they can but he can't do what he does if they put him on tv it's true they can put him on pay-per-views you can't put him on tnt special special attraction dick wrestler yeah (laughs) joey ryan you don't know who joey ryan is i would definitely encourage you to go look him up but basically his fin is it his finisher you can say that. Sure. His finishing move is called a dick plex. So basically, penis plex, I think. Penis plex, whatever. What happens is the other, he runs, he gets in the ring and he comes out to that, like, if you like pina colada song uh-huh. and he's got like a fucking Hawaiian shirt on and he just looks like the skeeziest 80s dude you've ever seen. He should be in an episode of my Miami Vice. And he comes out and he gets in the ring with the other people and he just yells, touch my dick. 
So what happens is eventually you cannot resist the pull of his penis and the wrestler touches his dick, grabs it, and then he literally flips them over. I mean, obviously the other guy does the work or girl because I've seen him do a lot of intergender matches. Yeah. Uh, and then he, they like flip them over because his dick is so strong. Yes. Uh, so he does the the penis. Pulls. I don't know if it still is, but for a while he was sponsored by YouPorn. Yeah, that makes sense because of, because of his penis plus. Well, when he when they did the WrestleMania weekend when they had that Joey Janela thing, because yeah. he was on that show, he had a whole thing on Twitter where it was like, you can touch it for thir- like you could go meet him and like pay however much and you could touch his fucking dick. So they're not gonna put him on TNT, but I love him. He's my fucking favorite. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I love every second of it because he obviously knows how fucking campy wrestling is. Yeah, I mean, because wrestling's stupid. Mm-hmm. Wrestling is dumb. But uh, yeah, no, it was a... Uh... Bring me the penis blacks. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was a good show, you know, and there were some surprises and stuff like that. I'm not going to review it, but, you know, it was a good time. Um, yeah, so that and uh, then we, yeah, we had some, you know, just kind of relaxed and went to, we had some some cake. Oh yeah, we had a nothing bunt cake. Yep, bunch. Sean wanted Love a bunt nothing cake. Bunt cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Jen got me a Morbius figure. I did. He got me the Morbius uh, Marvel Legends, mm-hmm. which I've been wanting for a while, and which I uh, forgot until you mentioned. And I was like, oh yeah, I could get you that for your birthday. And uh, you also got me a Red Tornado Imagine Next mm-hmm. figure with. Uh, Complete with a spiral gimmick. Yeah, it comes with a tornado. comes with a tornado, which I probably might not display because it might be a little bit cumbersome in the case. Well, it's kind of big. It's kind of big, but uh, yeah. no, But it's basically like a toy car, but when you move it, the tornado spins. Yeah. And you put him on on top and he spins. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. Got some gift cards, you know. Yeah, so it was Mm -hmm. a good good weekend. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, thank you. If you you are friends with me on Facebook and you wish me a happy birthday, thank you for all the birthday wishes, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, We appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, so it was a good time. And uh, also, I watched The Howling 2. Have you ever seen The Howling 2? I don't think... Have I ever seen The Howling? Yes. I have. Yes, we watched it in Boston once. When our power was out. And it was like Christmas... Or maybe it was if our power was up. It was Christmas Eve. Or it was a holiday where there was nobody around in Boston. Oh, we it were must living have been Christmas, man. Because Christmas that... or Thanksgiving. Yeah, probably. Okay. And we maybe it was Thanksgiving. I have no recollection of this, but we watched it on. I think it was like on demand or something. Probably because we just back when we lived in Alston. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. So we watched that. Was that was awesome when there was nobody there. Boston with with nobody in it is. It great. was amazing because we lived in Alston, which is just basically nothing but students, and it was Christmas Eve, and we walked to like the little bodega on the corner to go get ice cream or whatever. Literally no one on the street. It was amazing. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Well, not the greatest. The greatest thing I ever saw was when that fire truck completely annihilated that one car. They were just parked basically in the red, and those streets in Boston are so narrow. And this fire truck went to take a turn to go up one of the streets as we're we're walking to the laundromat. Uh Because we lived in a building with shitty laundry. So we're walking to the laundromat, and right in front of us, this fucking fire truck just, the car caught on the fire truck, and the fire truck just, like, dragged it. Oh, yeah. And then they had to stop, and it was great. So that was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful in Boston, guys. Yeah, don't fucking park in the red. Yeah. Can we just say that that's why you don't park in the that's red? That's why you don't park in the red. That's why the red, and the cor- especially in the corner of a street. Yeah, especially in a fucking narrow street. That's why yeah. you don't do it. Yeah, don't park in the red, guys. Don't do it. But yeah, the the Howling 2. So basically, the long story short, remember the movie Space War that we saw at Mystery Science Theater? 
Vaguely. And it was a movie where, like, the guy, the guy, they're in space and, like, they're, like, chasing each other on these carts. Oh, with, like, Butch Runfast? Butch McRunfast, yeah. okay. So Butch McRunfast is the male lead in this movie along with oh, uh, no. Christopher Lee. So just imagine that guy. fuck? So just imagine that guy from Space War, Reb Brown, also played, who also played Captain America in the 1990 movie. But Reb Brown... Yell, doing basically doing the same thing he did in the space war, but doing that to vamp to uh, werewolves. Oh, okay. Man. Is he running away from them in a cart? No, but he is. He is, he is yelling at them and screaming at them and shooting them, which is pretty funny. There's a lot of like ah, shoot, ah, shoot. That's really funny. And then uh, Christopher Lee's in there, and uh, he's uh, like like a vamp Ex- explaining how to actually kill people. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's, that's actually that's literally what he does. He's like. <laughs> He's like, he's like, we're gonna weapons won't work. You have to use uh, this uh, tungsten steel stabby or whatever. Silver just, bullets for sil- werewolves. But it, you know, he wasn't even saying like it was like you have to have the right kind of silver or something. It was some mm. bullshit. Uh, but there's also like a lot of nudity in this one. Was Christopher Lee naked? No, <laughs> no, he did not. He, he just every scene is just like he's like my choice was to be full full frontal for this entire movie. <laughs> yeah, he just walking, but he's still doing the same old shit. He's just like you. Have to kill these vet, you know these these werewolves. He's like, he's like, <laughs> just but you, but your dick is out. <laughs> like, Excuse me, sir, but your dick is out. Yes, it appears I have my dick out. <laughs> However, that is not the point. The point is kill the werewolf. The point is the we- next full moon, the werewolves will be out. I was like, but your dick is out. It's out right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's pretty pretty messed up. I because I, I, I remember seeing it like a long time ago, a long time ago, and. Uh, it's kind of new wavy because it's from like 1986. Sure. It's just called, it's Howling 2, but it's also supposed, it's basically like the tagline is like, your sister's a werewolf. What? But also, uh, I think it was originally supposed to call it Werewolf Bitch. Oh, God. Okay. It'd be better if it was like, your mama's a werewolf. <laughs> no, because it was the, because. I get it. The sister's probably a werewolf, but that's a dumb tag. But yeah, so I watched, I watched that. And, uh... Well, we did see Booksmart. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it was fun. It was uh, enjoyable. There were there were some funny moments. Kids are too hip. Yeah, yeah. The kids are gonna be all at least right. kid, at least kids in L.A. Yeah, that, that go to the gigantic L.A. high school, Los Angeles high school. Yeah, wherever the fuck that place is supposed to be, I don't even know. I'm well, like, the, the geography's all fucked up. Well, that's the thing. I couldn't tell where the fuck they were supposed to be. I'm like, okay, well, they're uh, the, that's the Glendale Police Station, but that's Burbank Boulevard, but. I think that's the West Side. Where the fuck are they? I don't like, even know. They're like all these kids go to this school, but they're all like sprawl. I'm like they're like think- in the West Side, and some kids are in the Valley. I'm like, but it, no one ever said this was a private school or like a magnet school or a, yeah. It's just like a fucking public school. I'm like, why did all these kids go here then? Yeah, whatever. No, it was. It was. It was it, but the movie was good. The movie was good. It was kind of one of those like watching it. And I'm like, yeah, the kids are gonna be all right. Kids are all right. Yeah, you know, the rest of the world's fucked up, but maybe the kids are going to be okay. Yeah, the kids in this movie will be fine. Yeah, the kids in this movie, uh, these mostly uh, rich, mostly white children in the movie, we're going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, but uh, no, so good, good weekend, uh, crazy weekend, and uh, I think that's about all I have about that. Uh, let's take our break. We'll come back. We'll talk about our book for this week. Good afternoon, Mr. President. Sorry I've been away so long. I won't let you down again. It's finally here, coming to the Fire and Water Podcast Network. General? 
Would you care to step outside? It's Superman 2 Movie Minute. Chris Franklin and Rob Kelly are back to discuss 1980's Superman 2, five minutes at a time. Superman faces his toughest challenge when he squares off against Lex Luthor and three villains from the planet Krypton. Superman 2 Movie Minute, proud member of the Fire & Water Podcast Network. Man, this is going to be good. Our book for this week is Wonder Woman, Volume 1, Number 218, from June, July, 1975. I don't like when they do the two-month thing. I know. Because okay, because okay, well, okay, so I'm reading the thing in the the Indica, uh-huh. Indica or whatever. Indica. Indi- Indi- Indica. Yeah. It's not drugs. Indicia. <laughs> I'm reading the Indicia, but I, okay, so on the cover it says July. So I guess it's technically, let's say, Wonder Woman number it's 218 July. from July 1975. Well, there is a, a story behind this book. Okay, we'll go ahead and tell that. So a while ago, before Christmas, we went to Mile High Comics, which got broken into. I don't know if that made anybody's news, but they got broken into. and like I didn't know about this until literally you told 40, me yesterday. Yeah, $47,000 worth of comics were stolen, mm. which sucks, and that's not very cool. Well, let's hope somebody gets caught. I hope that person gets caught because that's not cool, man. Well, I'm pretty sure if somebody goes online and is like, hey, I'm going to sell this on eBay, I'm certain yeah, somebody. They, they didn't take like a shit ton of comics. They took specific comics. Yeah. And there's like videos and stuff. But like, dude, that guy's an independent business owner. Like, he's a nice guy. Yeah. He seems pretty cool. I mean, I've never met him, but from what I've seen. and He has drag, he has drag yeah, shows and I've wrestling been... matches in his store. Yeah. And they, they do like a lot of charity shit at his store. So like, don't don't steal from people like that. That's not cool. Don't steal in general. Just don't steal in general was not cool. Anyway, so we went to Mile High Comics like forever ago. And it was like 50% off sale, whatever. And I'm going through the Silver Age bins, the gold Silver Age bins on the wall. And I see this issue of Wonder Woman five bucks since it was only 250 mm-hmm. and on the cover red tornado and phantom stranger which we know sean loves red tornado and phantom stranger right i'm a fan yes so i was like oh shit well christmas is coming up mm-hmm. i'll get this i'll throw it under the tree whatever so he's gonna get this comic for christmas and i put it like by the printer which is in my office in this like cabinet and apparently it slipped down behind the printer i fucking forgot about it <laughs> I totally forgot I even bought this for you. And then I found it the other day when I went to print something. And I was like, oh, this was supposed to be Sean. Like a Christmas <laughs> present I was supposed to give Sean. And I totally forgot. I yeah. So yeah. sorry. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I, I, well, I literally came downstairs the other day and was like, hey, I think I was supposed to give you this for Christmas. This book also shouldn't have been five bucks because look, it's not in very good condition. It's in shitty condition. That's the thing. Some some of those prices mile higher are questionable. So basically on the cover, uh, you have Phantom Stranger standing there. He's, he's standing there and Red Tornado's behind him and he's, show, he's, he's standing in front of this big crystal ball. Yep. And on the, in the crystal ball, Wonder Woman... She's taken the Statue of Liberty's torch to the face. And she has the most dead look in her face. Well, I think she's she might actually be dead. She might be dead. Because the Statue of Liberty has thrown her torch at Wonder Woman and looks like it caught Wonder Woman in the chin. Oh, yeah. No, she's... Uh, so she's, she's like bent over i think she's broken she's cte woman yeah she's like totally like literally just like bent in half basically but so she's getting there and fans is like this this time we have two sensational stories of the amazing amazon as told by the red tornado and me the phantom stranger 
also I'm kind of confused here because so you have this you have her title. Oh, you mean that thing above there, superheroine number one? What the fuck? What what does that even mean? It, you, did, did you need to put anything there? I don't know why. It's just, yeah, it's, it's like, this weird, just like ba- like white banner, black text, just like Arial esque font that just says superheroine number one. Okay, right. not number one superhero heroine or whatever. It's superheroine number one. Yep. Did uh, you read this thing? I did. Yeah. This is stupid. It's a you know Mister. Uh, it's one of those host, uh, hostess, hostess fruit pie commercial. Like so, you open it and like on the back of the front cover is one of those hostess ads as they used to have a lot, and it's I don't even understand what's happening or why because it's Superman outside flying around. Somebody who is, works for the press, but he does not know, is in Clark Kent's apartment uh-huh. discovering his Superman suits. Yep. And so he's like, I'm going to literally go get everybody I know, not Superman, this, this reporter, and bring them to Clark Kent's apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you get in there? Did including you Clark, Clint, Clark Kent. Including Clark Kent. Did you break in? Like, why the fuck is this guy in here? He's just like, oh, no, someone discovered my costumes. And I'm like, yeah, but that's your apartment? That's where you live, dude. Like, why is you that? You're going to beat that shit out. Beat that shit, You dude. should call the cops, dude. Somebody just broke into your apartment. Um, <laughs> and so, like, he brings everybody. And Superman, instead of having his costumes, now has pies. Pies. Which I really love the idea that Clark Kent, single man, just has a closet full of hostess pies. He might. <laughs> Those nights are lonely. He might be. He might be trying to not a pantry full, a closet full where he should put his clothes. Well, I also want to believe that he went out really fast and bought a lot of pies. So many pies because he's Superman. So he just showed up and was like, "Give me all the pies." Like, how many pies would it take to fill a fucking standard size closet? There seems to be a lot of pies stacked up. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh man, give me a pie. So everybody <laughs> in Clark Kent's apartment just eats who's the hostess fruit pies. They're eating that man's pies. <laughs> They're eating his pies. And, and, his closet pies. And Lois is like, well, you're not Superman, but you sure have super taste or whatever the fuck she says. Is she and, wearing like an African hat? In here? She's <laughs> wearing kind of like a mix. It's like one of those, the, the hat that Jackie Onassis would wear. Oh, it's okay. It's like a leopard print version. Yeah. And he's like, I wonder if those suits would fit me. And I'm like, not if you eat all those fucking pies. Yeah, I know. You, you might get, you might have, you might have, uh, would be backed up for a while and get some diabetes. <laughs> super fat man. <laughs> and the next issue, super fat man. Superman loses, actually loses. eats all these pies. <laughs> it would be funny if he, Superman showed up and was like, those are my pies. <laughs> Don't mind if I help myself to these pies. I'm just like, what, how did this premise even work? It doesn't even make sense. Oh, well, these are the. These are the hostess ads. I mean, we were. They, they make no sense. I don't know why. I don't know why they stopped doing them. Yeah, <laughs> we really don't. Uh, look at her look for a moth. She's waiting. Our cat is waiting for a moth because our house is besieged by moths. Well, it's 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 Miller moth season. Yeah, gross. So okay, so the story is called the Revolt of the Wonder Weapons. At least this first part is because mm-hmm. there's two stories. As yes. We know. And so I guess wonder wonder woman i think this is around the time when she was like the hipster the hippie mod wonder woman diana prince diana prince or whatever and so something happened where she wasn't in the justice league anymore yeah so she has to go through apparent this would be the the first story we're starting is her seventh trial Uh to see if she's worthy enough of rejoining the justice league i would just like to say i don't believe any of the dudes who ever got like thrown out of justice league for an issue ever had to go through trials to get the fuck back in Oh, they literally just let them in. Yeah. 
They literally just like, you want to join? I guess. Oh, hey, you, hey, Batman, you have like a whole thing about how to like stop every single one of us and it went bad. You're back in the Justice League. Yeah, you don't got to try. It's all right. We're you not going to we... make you prove yourself. You just come the fuck back in. But Wonder Woman is going to have to do all these feats and we're going to have people spy on her to get their opinion on if she's worthy enough to rejoin our, our little group. Right. Yeah, this is yeah. It's ridiculous. it's a little weird. So, so so basically, uh, Red Tornado yes is going to tell this first story. And uh, for those of you that don't know, and I think we've talked about this before, but Red Tornado uh, in his uh, civilian identity yep. as John Smith, yes, uh, he's basically like an eternal temp. Yeah, he's a temp, and he loves being a temp. He loves yeah. He loves being a temp. Wasn't he a teacher? <coughs> At one point, in the, in the like later on, in the Brave of the Bold cartoon, he was a teacher. Okay, he was Professor Ulthun. That's right. He was, which uh, I, I haven't watched that one in a while, but uh, I love that Christmas one. That's a uh, great one. Was Red Tornado. He gets to wear a sweater and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. But yeah, so he uh, he's like, my new job as a key punch operator has proven most convenient in gaining me access in this place where he is. Apparently in front of a apparently it's a huge computer, a huge computer where he can record a podcast. Yeah. I mean, his version of a podcast It's basically a podcast. So he's like, this is great. I get to see what's going on with Wonder Woman. So I'm going to like pull up this report on what happened to her recently. So Diana Prince hanging out and she's about to eat. Oh, she's about to fuck up some pastrami on rye. That's right. And, like, she sees some shit going down. <laughs> she's, she's slamming strawy. She's absolutely sort of slamming strawy. And she was, she's, like, looking out the window, and she sees, like, a fire over by the bridge. And she's like, oh, I guess I'm not going to eat this, like, pastrami on rye. I'm out. And then she, you know, changes into her Wonder Woman garb using her lasso. But what my favorite part is that what? her outfit it's chemically treated it's chemically treated and i'm like dude you don't want to wear that that's like 70s chemicals that's i'm surprised she's not on fire <laughs> is that the human torch no that's just wonder that, woman that's just what happened when you wore polyester in the 70s yeah, you just right. caught on fire all the time oh, horse shit so, so she like and my favorite part about this story is like Every couple panels, you'll see just like a oh, red, I told you, there's like little red tornadoes like in the background just to be like, and I was watching. So she's like, okay, I'm going to get my plane and I'm going to go over and fix this thing. So she calls her plane because apparently it's like mentally connected to her or whatever. And instead of coming to her, it just crashes right into the river. <laughs> and she's like, well, fuck that. And so she, <laughs> she, she, just, leaves it. she just goes, ah, shit, that sucks. Well, I better go do, do what I got to do. I got to put out this, this apartment building fire. And I don't exactly know how she does this. She like lassos the bridge. Well, she lassos. It's from... like miles away. Yeah, I don't understand that. And it's well, just... she can fly technically. Not here. She says she like glides on updraft. She's like a fucking gargoyle. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she can't. I don't think she can properly fly. No, yet. you're right. I always thought. Well, wait. Well, I think we've had this conversation before. Where yeah. you said like Wonder Woman. There was a point in time where she couldn't fly. She just sort of glided. Yeah. And I think that's that's basically what she does here to stay aloft. Yeah. And then later on, she can just fucking fly like Superman. It doesn't matter. Also, her rope is gigantic because it basically goes around this entire apartment. Oh, an entire fucking apartment building that's on fire. And somehow she just literally lifts the fire off the building and throws it into the river. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. Also, at this point, this is part there's of a lot of this like this shit Superman would do too, which are kind of like, how did that work? Whatever, I don't care. Also, this is where uh, Retinado gets a boner because he says like, if you permit an android literary license, my circuits tingled with excitement. I also like that he like gets these little narration boxes and this is before narration boxing was really a thing so they would put his face in the box yeah so sometimes you just get his head but sometimes you get him and his collar yeah i know the, co- <laughs> the collar is a the, co- the collar is fun i do like the collar on how much face they had right so she like just literally somehow lassos fire off a building and just throws it in which uses an updraft of air or whatever it bullshit it, again it's the superman logic bullshit that they would do all the time so now we cut to this guy. Apparently, there's a guy. He's like an astrologer or something. Yeah, he's a, he's basically an evil astrologer who the uses uh, uses the power of like some sort of hypnotic uh, mental amplification. Well, apparently, he steals pe- other people's like positive thinking or something yeah. and gives it to his clients. So I'm assuming that's what happened to me. Like, he stole all my hope, <laughs> and he's just given it to somebody who paid him more money. Was he hiding behind a wall, and he just shot yes, through a wall, yes, and he, he was did. wearing a stupid helmet? He did. I was just Because walking... this is fucking funny. Yeah, he he looks like a sailor, but also like, like a guy from Devo at the same time. Oh, Mark Mothersbaugh. <laughs> Mark Mothersbaugh uses he uses a ray to steal people's hope and like pay, like I kind of wish he was just saying I kind of wish instead of saying apply your persuasive powers to winning the board election he was just saying whip it whip it good <laughs> that's exactly what he's saying whip it real good he's like this is gonna be a hit in a couple of years guys <laughs> so um, yeah and so basically what he just keeps having these explosions in his apart in his office yeah because he has like. Whatever machine it is that does the thing that it's that he has, you know, that does the thing, keeps blowing up. And he's like, God damn it. Like, and he does say, like, freaking, and, like, he says it, and also Green Arrow in the next one is just all over this, like, swear words that aren't swear words. Yeah. So, yeah, he he's like, ah, ah. So this guy's all pissy, and he's like, well, you know what? This is I don't know how he gets to this, but he decides it's Wonder Woman's fault. Yeah, he well, he says that anytime her plane flies by, oh yeah, it interferes with the thought waves from my source somehow, and it causes everything in my my office to explode. Yeah, which he's, is... he's he's very he's very calm. He's like ah fuck another ex- a giant explosion of metal yeah. and fire in my in my office. But it's obviously the plane. This is kind of like when I worked in this building in uh, in L A. Where they had put, like, they built it, and then it was so fucking bright that they had to put, like, a tinted film on every one of the windows. And that tinted film blocked out cell phone signals. Where was this? That was when I, uh, when I worked in El Segundo. Oh, really? Yeah. So, depending on your carrier, you may not be able to get cell phone signals unless you, like, peeled back some of that film. Oh, Jesus. And put your phone, like, up on the windowsill. Anyway. Yeah, and so now we get, I actually, I love this shot. I think I might make this my profile picture. What? Of Red Tornado just sitting with oh, his yeah, legs he's, crossed he's in a chair. He's just hanging out. Hey, basically, like, recording a podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's having a good day. He's having a great time, and then he's like... He's wearing stripy pants. So so this guy, this this guy gets his idea. He says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot Wonder Woman's plane with my gun. I also am really confused about the helmet that he's wearing in this picture. He, he, he puts the thought or whatever it helps steal the mental 
looks like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, pretty much. He looks like an idiot. Yeah, it really does. And basically, he just shoots. His I don't one... think this guy ever comes back. This this is like a one and done dude. Right? No, I hope he's dead. I hope, I hope, I hope crisis. I hope crisis murdered him. <laughs> I don't. He wasn't important enough to murder. He just disappeared. <laughs> I mean, actually, it would be great if in the middle of crisis. There just... should be a fucking list of characters not important enough to murder in crisis, and it's just guys like this. Well, I, I kind of wish it was the opposite, where it was like there was just one scene where it's just like, oh man, I was that guy with the gun and that one issue wonder but oh god the parent the, the fucking whatever the fucking uh shadow demons or whatever sure, the fuck whatever just walking down the street and something falls on him that, that <laughs> a universe how, falls on him and that's how he dies in crisis you're like oh too bad so yeah so he's shooting out the window basically he's just like i'm gonna use my gun to tell wonder woman to like fuck up with all of her weapons yeah and that's gonna so cause he, like, her to puts a mental block on her where he's like she's gonna have problems using her weapons and that's gonna make her think that she's a menace to new york then she'll leave and then my shit won't blow up anymore Mm -hmm. that's that's what he's thinking she has this um what well i was gonna say this is another one of those like apparently that there's a telephone that wonder woman uses to contact her mother oh yeah but it's another vacuum tube they, yeah, no, they, right. they both wear these like tubes on their head and like do like an early version of FaceTime. What is it, the asshole phone? Yeah, I don't. It's real weird. And so she talks to her mom and she's like, hey, mom, I kind of need you to like mentally think about the plane so I can get it out of the river. And her mom's like, okay whatever so, so they like, bring it to themiscara so she so she yeah she goes to themiscara and here's another little red tornado in the corner yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, like they don't allow men but i am an android i am an android i will go see it and then so they're on themiscara and then just as her bullshit and uh some woman random rock rock climber just, <laughs> she, she just goes, she's ah! also there's also like a little it's, just, it's like this little body falling in the background <laughs> here yeah she's just like oh i'm falling and Diana's like, I'll save her with my lasso, but the lasso wraps Diana up. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm going to save her. And somebody was coming when they drew this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's just her legs from hip, like hip waist down stepping out of her boots well also yeah because you get to see her tootsies but this is this is where what red tornado's commenting on this he goes with wonderment i watched diana swiftly doff her boots yeah oh man yeah he is just like oh shit she's taking off her boots and she like then rolls her way over instead of running over to where this woman is she just rolls over and then like catches her with her feet yeah this is a fetish for somebody a hundred percent whoever wrote this so uh so then they i don't know what the frig this is but then they they're bullshitting about this this weird stuff that's been going on and she, so the her mother's like is it what's her mother hippolyta 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 she's yeah. like hey why don't you go look into this magic sphere looks which, which, which looks like a washing it machine 100% looks like a washing machine it's just like hey go watch your sweater dry <laughs> go it's wa- like a dryer where you just watch your clothes go around in a fucking circle and she's like oh i guess i let's, can go look at it let's go to the magic laundromat of yeah. the mascara and and here's and then all of a sudden that guy here's a picture of that guy's face but it's like 
all on the fritz so she doesn't get a lot of information about it and she's like huh i wonder why i saw that guy so she goes anyway, back to she, yeah she goes back to new york and she's still having trouble trying to anytime she uses her weapons she has a problem so like her crown <laughs> well she, this is actually fucking she throws hilarious. it and it boomerangs and it smacks her in the head or like she tries to bounce her bullets you know the bullets off her bracelet and i think she kills a bunch she of people almost kills a bunch of people um but since it's only her weapons her strength and speed and whatever are still there so she's still kicking ass so then this astrologer has a fucking simon and garfunkel part like fucking esque like crowd in the in central park yeah he's doing the, the like david blaine basically and he's like come watch me like you know make whatever disappear well i also like that the daily star the newspaper has a uh, a big article about this guy oh front page front page and noted astrologer to address convention in central park <laughs> okay it was slow news day i kind of right? wish i kind of I wish that was more like oh. a thing where it's like if we were doing a podcast in a town like in New York and, and it's like traveling podcaster to address <laughs> uh, you know what I'd kill for a slow throngs news. of listeners in convention center yeah I would absolutely kill for a slow news day right now like if the only thing that the, they had to publish was just like you know person talks about book on the view I'm like okay that's great <laughs> So apparently, now I don't even know if this has to do with Wonder Woman I don't or it just I th- happens. I think this guy just had some shoddy construction. Yeah. Because he's like on this huge platform above the audience. Not like a stage. This guy is on like a four-story platform above the audience. Yeah. And it just breaks. Which apparently is in the middle of Central Park. Yeah. And it just, it just shatters. And so. He's like, oh, no, help me. And Wonder Woman's like. I'll save you. Because uh, she's like, hey, it's that guy. Better go see what's going on. So she grabs him. The whole thing explodes in the background. Yeah. And thankfully, all the people, like, somehow, because they're, they're, they're all standing by it. And then right. all of a sudden, they're, like, a miles away. Yeah, somehow they all live. I guess he must have touched her lasso because he's like, this is all your fault or whatever. And she's like, what are you, what are you talking about? And so this is when he tells her, this is all your fault. Yeah. You did this. Um, I was going to give you a mental block. And she's she gets so mad. Oh, yeah. She starts. There's four panels of her just, like, giving this dude, like, the biggest stink eye that she, like, overcomes whatever mental block he put on her. And she lassos him. And she's like, it wasn't my gadgets. It's actually me that's making your machine blow up. But that's just too fucking bad because I guess you're going to jail. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And that basically is uh, Retronado just sitting there being like, well... Uh, well, then I he, like, prints this entire thing out on, like, a, I'm assuming a dot matrix printer. Yeah. he's just got this humongous scroll. Wasting paper. Just of what we just read. It's... Red Tornado <laughs> should... Like, According to me, she should be back in the Justice League. Because I have stripey pants. Yes. I, I kind of disappoint that I never get... We never got a... A figure with stripey pants? Yeah, I don't know if they made... They they, they made, you know, obviously, a bunch of Red Tornado figures, but I don't think he's ever had one with the uh, circus pants. Yeah. So, but that's it for that one. Mm-hmm. And then we jump to the next one where Phantom Strangers like, "Yo, this is my time." So, yeah. basically, uh hanging out so we're hang- on the the Justice League Watchtower. So this one's called "Give Her Liberty or Give Her Death." Yeah. So we're up on the Watchtower and the Justice League is having an argue. Yeah, Batman who is drawn hilariously by the way because he's just like waving his arms in the air. 
and Green Arrow, The Flash, and everybody's just like, you were supposed to watch Wonder Woman. No, man, you were supposed to watch Wonder Woman. Well, one of us has to watch Wonder Woman, and then Phantom Stranger pops up, and he's like, hey, I was watching Wonder Woman. It's me, Phantom Stranger. Look at my cool cape. Yep. Uh, also, look at this cool crystal ball. crystal ball that I have. And then you don't see Phantom Stranger again. He narrates, but... He narrates, but he's literally in, like, two panels, and then that's it. Well, actually, a lot of this is just the, them, instead of them narrating, uh, him narrating, it's... Um, it's Green Arrow and Batman, like, asking questions and, like, Flash being like, wait, this already happened. Yeah, just kind of commenting on stuff, but... Uh, it's like they showed them a VHS recording for the first time. <laughs> 8-track? Oh, yeah. man. Like, wait, you recorded this yourself? You mean you recorded I Love Lucy off the television? You mean you something happened and I'm watching it back at a later time? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what's happening here. So immediately they're showing Felix Faust. Did they say something like, oh, he's still into demon conjuring or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, well, if you successfully conjure a demon, I assume you're going to continue to try. Yeah, why don't you stop doing that? If I can right, it's, it's not like you're in high school playing Ouija board and it doesn't fucking work and you just kind of throw it in a closet. Look, if I can conjure a demon... Successfully conjuring a demon, you gotta keep going. If I can conjure a few demons and they don't immediately murder me... Right, they do some bidding. Fucking, uh, they bring you a donut. They bring me... Ooh, yeah, demon donuts. <laughs> demon donut delivery. <laughs> donuts. <laughs> Good start an app. It's like, hey, do you want a demon delivery? you donuts oh man let's start a donut shop called demon donuts demon donut delivery <laughs> triple d <laughs> give me that d it, it'll basically just be references to that simpsons episode where he sells his soul to the, to the devil for a donut yep pretty much uh so he so he's summoning these demons and he's like and they show up to like give him like a poem that basically says like we need you to shrink. There's literally no reason for this. This never comes to anything. It makes no sense. But they're like, hey, you need to shrink down the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And put it on a necklace and hang it around your neck. It's like a Nicolas Cage movie. You need, you, need, you need to put this it on your necklace. This is another national treasure movie. You need to wear, this, wear the Statue of Liberty around your necklace like Flava Flav. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be the next. Ooh, Flavor of Faust. <laughs> He's going to be a hype man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he, I mean, he's there at the birth of hip hop. This is New York City in 1975. So, yeah, Felix Faust and the Sugar Hill Gang started the, the hip hop. Flavor Faust, Flavor Faust, like Flavor Faust. Uh, I also really like this. I think I might actually make this my trip, my thing, where it's just like he's lamenting about trying to like uh, make everybody in America his slave. Oh, that's right. And he just goes, "Oh, great ghosts of hell, where did I go wrong? I just want to have that." Oh as a man, picture. I need that as a shirt. I kind of want that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> DC's DC's just like, "Oh, we're gonna put these pictures." I'm like, just put some fucking this shit yeah, on there. Put and this I'll weird wear, shit on there. I'll dude. wear that. I'll yeah. wear the fuck out of that. Where did I go wrong? Good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect Twitter reaction meme. Right. So <laughs> yeah, because he's like, "Oh, I gotta make him a slave," and I guess they're like, "Oh, the only way." to do that is to steal the statue of liberty and so which is that's when it becomes a national treasure movie and you're like that also doesn't work so uh, just fyi we jump to wonder woman who's been like you know what's pretty great i haven't i've lived in new york and uh she's looking kind of she's looking hip here yeah she's like well i've never done touristy shit i'm gonna do some touristy shit so i'm gonna take the ferry i'm gonna go to uh ellis island ellis island check out the statue 
And as they're going into Hellas Island, the, this is when the Statue of Liberty comes alive. Yeah. Like Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. And they start – it just throws its thing down, its uh, tablet down. Yeah. And uh, and everybody's like, oh, my God, holy shit. And so Wonder Woman decidedly is like – Oh, my God, that's so funny. She's like, well, everybody's freaked out by this. I'll just fall off the yeah. boat. She's like, everybody's too busy watching this statue rampage. I mean, justifiably. She's like, no one will notice a woman overboard. And she just, like, falls off the side of the fucking ferry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> drown myself. The world's at, I mean, the world, I mean, look at that shit. The world's gonna end anyways. I mean, at this point, you might as well. <laughs> and so she, like... Just a gigantic woman will kill us all! <laughs> so, she, so she, like, changes in underwater. Well, R- Green Arrow is oh, Green having the time of his life. Yo, you, you find out, you, you find out what Ollie's into. Oh, yeah. Because he's like... He's into her changing underwater. Because <laughs> he's watching her use her lasso to change. She's like, get a load of that costume switch underwater. Yet, far freaking out, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Ollie through this whole fucking book sucks. <laughs> because he's just like, far out, man. Beatnik, yeah. Woo. Like, using every horrible 70s lingo reference that he can think of. I hope he's high in LSD. He's gotta be. This dude is so high. Um... So, yeah, she changes and she, like, goes up and puts her lasso around the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty is pissed, by the way. That yeah. look she's given her is like, what the fuck? Well, Statue of Liberty is like... She's not having she's it. Given, she's given serious face. Oh, yeah. She's got bitch face. Uh, so she... Wonder Woman's like, well, that's not going to work. I guess I'll take it off of her. Um, and then the statue, like, starts flying up and it starts getting smaller. Yeah. So she's like, well, I better fucking follow. And it's also being like, there's a, like a, like a beam, like a, like a beam or like a cadence or something. Sure. Where basically it's just, I think, uh, what's his face? Foss going, ah! Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, he's like screeching to it. (laughs) Right. Um, so she's like, well, I better follow this thing because what the hell's going on? Um, so she does, she follows it to the laboratory and the, the statue keeps getting smaller and smaller. So she gets into the laboratory and then Faust is like, ha, I've caught you in a box. No, what happens with this verse is she, he gets, oh, he hits from the head. No, he gets shot by a, she gets shot by a beam and she gets tethered. She gets, uh, oh, bracelets on here. That's right. She get and Hawkman's like, Hawkman's like, oh shit, man, put her in shackles. Yeah. Oh shit. Chains show up around her bracelets and of course it's like, a man, Felix Faust is a man, therefore her power is gone. And then uh, so this is when she shows the box and she is like spread eagled on this. Like, like, basically like, like, you know that how many times Batman has been captured by Two-Face and then he ties him to the giant coin? Yeah, that's basically exactly what's going what on here. And then Green Arrow's like, "Oh man, I'm, the, the, the thing's cutting out. I can't. I gotta see it." Like he's getting, he's getting mad. Yeah, he's like, "No, no, no I can't. I have to watch what's happening." She's spread eagled on a coin, and Batman's like, "Yeah, it was like Tuesday for me." <laughs> yeah, man, that's pretty cool. If, if, if it feels, <laughs> don't knock it till you try it, man. Yeah, dude, it's, it's cool. <laughs> so she's watching Ollie's him. Ollie's just like thinking about like starting some S and M dungeon. Ollie is so fu- what's o- happening. Right Ollie now. is fucking Indian. hard. Oh, he's so AF. hard. He, he's so hard in this fucking book. <laughs> they're like, they're like, I don't know. I just imagine him just being like, ah! And a stranger's like, what the fuck, man? This, that's why it doesn't show back up. He's like, you know what? Whatever's happening over here, this is too weird for me. <laughs> so, out. so he's... Stranger out. <laughs> stranger out? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> just yeah, gonna, sorry. Gonna, let's go back into the nothingness of wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she sees him wearing the Statue of Liberty and the uh, and thing. Well, this is the thing, too. She goes, because uh, earlier the thing starts shrinking, but she's like, I need 
because because the, the Statue of Liberty is like freaking out, and she's like, I need to save. She's otherwise there's trapped tourists inside the statue to worry about, and so are they really tiny people now? No, they they, they had to be dead at this. I think I don't I don't know I don't know if it's ever really, what I would what I would it really never comes back to be what, honest. What I would prefer is that because yeah cause this doesn't get resolved at all. No, what I would prefer is that he's got the Statue of Liberty necklace and it's just covered in blood and like just a, like human entrails. Yeah. Because it's not because all the people remain the same size, yeah. And he just smashed them all down into this stupid amulet. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh shit, you know, you're in this thing, whatever." But she somehow figures out the frequency. She says, "So she has the incantation, which was controlling the statue, was an inaudible high frequency. But luckily, the vibrations of my magic lasso altered the frequency, making it audible to me." This is another one of those Superman powers that you're like, "Okay, I guess that's a thing." Yeah, yeah. Where it's like there was a, a screech that I couldn't yeah. interpret, but I used but my lasso to figure it out. My lasso was able to interpret it and then i used my power of amazonian language recognition oh that's right to like translate it and figure out your plan i am a rosetta stone woman pretty much uh so she then gets the statue off of him well she says that like he's like look i've i need he's basically explaining what he was trying to do and he says i would like to enslave people he wants to uh rob people of their spirit of freedom Oh, yeah, he just needed to wait until now. Yeah, no, I don't know why you... <laughs> just wait until the now. You should have just showed up and be like, hey, guys, uh, hey, I'm here, here to rob you your freedom. And just like, oh, whatever, uh, I don't have anymore. Here, your democracy is crumbling before your very eyes. I, <laughs> this is way easier than trying to steal a fucking statue. Yeah. So she shoots it. So anyways, he shoots her with some bolts, and she uses her wrist lasers. Oh, yeah, to, she goes, uh, it doesn't matter if it's bolts or bullets, bro. Like, the... The, uh, she fucking hits him right in the face. The result is the same, and she zaps this guy in the face, and his his like helmet thing falls off, and he's got this like full head of like banker hair. <laughs> banker hair. He looks like he should be like a nineteen eighties banker with that <coughs> head of hair. Look at that. Exactly. Is his only regret is that he has bonitis? Yeah, his only regret is that he has bonitis. So she basically gets the stupid Statue of Liberty off his neck. And puts it back. Puts it back. Everybody's fine except for everybody inside who is dead. Uh, we're assuming. There's just the, the walls inside are just covered in blood. There's just nothing but human entrails. They have to get power washers in there to hose that shit down. So symbolic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ain't that America? Ain't that America? That's pretty much it. And so they go. So, anyways, we're back in the real time, and wonder, you know, and they're like, "All right, let's vote." And oh yeah, now we're back up, and all the guys are like, "Ooh," and they're like, "Superman is like having a sad by the window." Yeah, he's having a very, uh, he's having a, a moment. Yeah, what's what's his problem? Phantom Stranger shows up and he he does his tail and he leaves. And then Batman is like, "Yeah, well that shit's just kayfabe. I don't believe it. he's like he's like Scully." And then he's like, "Any event, let's uh, looks like Diana did pretty good, so let's vote her back in." And he's like, "Superman's just sitting there and he's like, well, I was just thinking like if Wonder Woman like did all this stuff and we didn't know about it, like what about the next time?" When someone else must monitor her, will the JLB, JLA be there when it counts? Like, uh, okay. So, just... I mean, basically, he's like every fan watching, like, Thor 2 being like, where's the, like, where's Iron Man? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, well, literally all this shit just happened and nobody else fucking showed up in your shared universe. What the fuck? It's like, yeah, it's a good question. Why don't you just... Good question, Superman. Also, can we just say Superman's lips are like very full? Oh, yeah. He's got the fullest of lips. He's giving, he's giving, he's giving, eye, he's giving head crease here too. Look oh yeah, that. he's giving blue steel. He's giving steel, and uh, that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what happened to Wonder Woman, but apparently, don't worry, there's more trials. Well, apparently, next issue, Elongated Man gets to chronicle Wonder Woman's adventures. <laughs> Woof. Oh. Boy. Uh, next adventure: World of Enslaved Women. Oh, I want that. I was actually, like, can I get that? That sounds horrible. But unfortunately, you have to wonder what's his I face. I have to put up with the elongated man, and I hate him. Uh, yeah, and that's. I don't uh, know why I hate him so much. Because he's kind of a dork. He's kind of, he's just gross. I think because he's always stretching something, it just really upsets me. He's a stretchy man. I'm like, stop it. Stop stretching. Stop doing whatever it is you're doing. Stop it. But that's it for that book. That's how this this for Wonder book. Woman. Well, as soon as you showed this to me. I was like, we're doing that. For we got to do this because I didn't know what we we're gonna read. There was another one that we had, and I was like, we got to do this because this is stupid. It is dumb. I'm so glad I bought it. Yes, I'm glad you got it for me, and thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Sorry, I lost it. Behind it, was, a it was a wonderful Christmas gift. Gift and grift. <laughs> definitely. Oh man, it was a grift. All right, oh, it was hiding. Christmas is a grift. Christmas is a grift. <laughs> separates people from their money um yeah i totally forgot about it i don't know how the fuck i forgot about it well uh, but i did i enjoy it mm-hmm. uh wonder woman number 218 from july 1975 uh obviously you've mentioned you want to read about the world of enslaved women in the next issue oh i'm certain it's terrible yeah i'd like to read it yeah i'm i'm, I'm on board so wonder woman you know i'll tell you some of these 70s and 80s wonder womans oh they're so fun you know like before the reboots and stuff like that like they get fucking wild. Yeah, they get crazy. Remember that one we read where it was like a dinosaur eating a child? Yes. Yeah, that was great. Oh, there's plenty. There's there's plenty of batshit stuff going yeah. on. I mean, you you, you think to yourself, you sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want to read World of Women, eh, whatever. No, it's like, no. Shit, weird, wacky shit happens in these fucking It's movies. all fucked up. Yeah, it's all fucked up. It's fucking out of control, and you'll love it. Yeah. So, hell yeah. Uh, but that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. And email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And, of course, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get this podcast. And uh, tell your friends. We would really appreciate that. So thanks for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.